Welcome to the St. Michael Lenten podcast series. My name is Christian Basil and I will be leading our meditation today. Our theme this Lent is U-Turn. Lent is a season where we can respond to Christ's love by turning and returning to God. Join us in this renewal process and become part of God's holy work in the world. 1 John 1, 8-9 puts it this way, If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, God, who is faithful and just, will forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. A reading from the Gospel according to John, chapter 7, verses 14 through 36. About the middle of the festival, Jesus went up into the temple and began to teach. The Jews were astonished at it, saying, How does this man have such learning, when he has never been taught? Then Jesus answered them, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. Anyone who resolves to do the will of God will know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own. Those who speak on their own seek their own glory. But there is one who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and there is nothing false in him. Did not Moses give you the law? Yet none of you keeps the law. Why are you looking for an opportunity to kill me? The crowd answered, You have a demon who is trying to kill you. Jesus answered them, I performed one work, and all of you are astonished. Moses gave you circumcision. It is, of course, not from Moses, but from the patriarchs. And you circumcise a man on the Sabbath. If a man receives circumcision on the Sabbath, in order that the law of Moses may not be broken, you are angry with me because I healed a man's whole body on the Sabbath? Do not judge by appearances, but judge with right judgment. Now some of the people of Jerusalem are saying, Is not this the man whom they are trying to kill? And here he is speaking openly, but they say nothing to him. Can it be that the authorities really know that this is the Messiah? Yet we know where this man is from. But when the Messiah comes, no one will know where he is from. Then Jesus cried out as he was teaching in the temple, You know me and you know where I am from. I have not come on my own, but the one who sent me is true, and you do not know him. I know him because I am from him, and he sent me. Then they tried to arrest him, but no one laid hands on him because his hour had not yet come. Yet many in the crowd believed in him and were saying, When the Messiah comes, will he do more signs than this man has done? The Pharisees heard the crowd muttering such things about him, and the chief priests and Pharisees sent temple police to arrest him. Jesus then said, I will be with you a little while longer, and then I am going to him who sent me. You will search for me, but you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come. The Jews said to one another, Where does this man intend to go, that we will not find him? Does he intend to go to the dispersion among the Greeks, and teach the Greeks? What does he mean by saying, You will search for me, and you will not find me, and where I am you cannot come? Here ends the reading. It's frustrating when people won't listen or when there's just a lack of understanding between two parties. 
And there's a great deal of back and forth between Jesus and the crowd in our passage today. The crowd is trying to figure something out about Jesus, who he is, what he's doing, and they're rejecting him. Jesus is trying to tell them about his teachings, trying to convince them that he in fact does not have a demon. And then there's a plan to arrest Jesus. To say that there's a lot going on in this passage is an understatement. But you can probably hear some of the frustration on both sides. And I wonder if you've ever been frustrated with someone because they aren't understanding you or aren't listening to you. Or maybe they're going off in a direction that you had not intended or anticipated. I used to get frustrated all the time working with the highway patrol with people that refused to listen. I'd pull somebody over and I'd ask a question like, do you know how fast you were going? And they'd answer with something they thought was witty, like, well, how fast do you think I was going? I remember one person in particular who crashed their car after drinking and driving. Thankfully, they weren't hurt, but they also did not want to be arrested. They were advised several times to turn around and put their hands behind their back, to which they turned around multiple times in circles, or moved their hands out of the way. They thought it was funny, thinking one more excuse would fix the problem, and not really understanding that this was a serious issue. And given that their state of mind was clouded, to say the least, it's obvious that we were both experiencing very different things in those moments. And I would think to myself, don't you see this badge? Don't you see this trooper hat? Just do as I say. Eventually it worked and they listened, but it sure took a while to get there. And I'm sure that there are plenty of examples from family and friends, work colleagues, and others in your own life where the communication was just not there for some reason. It takes a lot of energy to do this back and forth. It wears us out. It makes our frustration turn into anger. In this season of Lent, we're called to make a turn towards God, to return to God in a process of renewal, to reassess where we are. Like the people in the crowd in this passage, it's probably easy to get caught up in our own viewpoints, our own arguments. We want the other side to see our point so badly that we get frustrated and angry and eventually stop listening. If only in our reflections on ourselves during Lent, we could redirect that energy. The energy that we put behind trying to get our own points across, the energy behind us getting angry and frustrated. What if we turned that energy back on ourselves for listening and seeking truth? It doesn't mean that we ignore it, but that we see it and make an effort to turn the other way. The people that wanted to arrest Jesus were persistent. Do we seek Jesus? Do we seek love with as much energy? When we return to God in this season of Lent, we make this effort to redirect our energy back towards love and humility. I think that is part of God's holy work of creating understanding and communication between us and all our neighbors. Where do you see a need to redirect your frustrations and anger today? Even the smallest turn in the direction of love is a starting point to join in this holy work. 
May each of us see where we can listen and love more, and with God's help, renew and return to our love of Christ. Amen. Please join me as we continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, you know that we have no power in ourselves to help ourselves. Keep us both outwardly in our bodies and inwardly in our souls, that we may be defended from all adversities which may happen to the body, and from all evil thoughts which may assault and hurt the soul. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen.